When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Okay, Pia and I, we are going to be like little detective. Well, not detectives because it doesn't really, we didn't have to like investigate. Yeah. Um, more like um, researchers, maybe. Yes. Uh, because it dawned on me yesterday when we were talking, we were voice noting back and forth. Oh my God, wait, hold on. I need to play, play the voice oh, note. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I'm play the voice note. <laughs> I'm dying. Um, this is the passion that I get from Pia when, when, <laughs> we, when we voice note. Hold on, let me make sure my. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Miss Jess, Miss, I think I look better than Lindsay Hubs, Hub House. <laughs> fuck you, Jess. Fuck you. Fuck your stupid boyfriend who wears pearls like he's sixteen. <laughs> so I guess spoiler: not a fan of Jess. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I mean that was very uh, evident last time we recapped Winter House, but it's it solidified oh yeah this and, episode and so i think we, we can just i think we remember i tried my hardest to have compassion for her so i feel like i can shamelessly admit i hate jess i gave her a chance nope like i don't need to see her on my screen ever again no. her her and Corey. that they Ugh. are two there are two uh peas in a pod they can all go off in the sunset together on a different network please get them off of bravo mm-mm they do not, uh-uh, done. They're, they're not Bravo material. No, they are not. So, um, also, I want to point out, Corey was on Watch What Happens Live with Craig, and he's not a, he's not a star. He's not. <laughs> he's not. As, as much as you hate, as much as you kind of love to hate Craig. He's a star. He's a star. And yeah, like, I don't like Craig, but. It's a it's a good not like mm-hmm. you have to be able to be like there are people who love Craig. I have like friends that love, love, love Craig. Mm. I don't love Craig, but I love him for the show and what he brings to it. You need someone like Craig and it's just enough where mm-hmm. I don't want to like claw my eyes out and like want him off the show. Like mm-hmm. I ha- you have to have him on the show. You do. I didn't realize that Corey was supposed to be on Southern Charm, but was dropped. 
last minute from season one, which led to a fallout between Corey and Craig. They didn't talk for like, I'm, I might be remembering this wrong, but like three years. And then they got, they became friends again, uh, by Craig inviting him to be like his quote manager, just basically had like a plus one for something. Mm -hmm. And they just acted like nothing happened. Like they didn't talk about why they didn't talk. They just like became friends again. Whoa. Like, so he was supposed, he's been auditioning for years. I know you had mentioned that to me that he, I thought, but I thought it was more of like Craig was on, you know, Southern charm. And then he was just trying to get his buddy on. And they just like, were like, no, we don't like your friend. Yeah. That's what I thought too. Who knew he was supposed to be on it from jump? That's wild. Right. And that's a, that is a big, like to then watch the show take off and watch Craig become (laughs) Craig. And another tidbit was when they asked uh, something, it was something like, do you regret, like, why did you go for Jess, not Sierra? Or was Sierra a better fit for Corey than Jess? I found it interesting that Corey was like, no, the thing with like, Sierra's like the homie, you know? I thought that was, I'm like, oh, Mm. okay. Interesting verbiage. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, you know, I felt like we knew what he was trying to say. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I'm not going to finish the sentence. We know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I was then incredibly disturbed. They, he got asked, it was like the most disgusting questions that Andy was asking. Uh, They were tweets that were sent in, obviously, but Andy still asked them. And they were just gross. Like, graphic questions but the way he was answering them was he just he was just, he looked like a sweaty of course his but his shirt was buttoned down too far he just looked like a sweaty creep and then the question of like how did you lose your virginity or what was that like Corey goes one answer porn and of course Andy didn't know what that meant he goes well wouldn't that not be how you lost your virginity and he's like, no, it was it was like porn. Like it was like everything I everything I'd seen in porn is what I did. It went crazy. Shut up. Just shut up. It just makes so much sense to me why he ended up with Jess because they both have that pick me energy. Mm-hmm. Like they both are trying to like be a version of themselves that they think they're supposed to be on TV. Like him and his like I'm this like sex crazed whatever and like I'm this Casanova her with like oh I'm so cool like I just came on this show don't know anything about it asking people a million questions like you didn't know who the Toms were you don't know who Lindsay is you've never seen Lindsay and like stop stop so my plan so what I'm gonna do Pia just so you know is I'm gonna take us through the beginning up until we get to Lindsay and Carl's arrival Okay. And then I'm going to take us through what I discovered in the timeline of filming because it's important that we real because the way this is like the way the programming is gone, we forget like how like how this is all timed out for them in real life. Yeah. Okay. So we pick up Paige walks into the kitchen after being like, you want to see Mean Girl? I'll show you fucking Mean Girl. 
So she walks into the kitchen and I just, it's so funny. All the guys are in the kitchen and then in comes Paige being like, fucking Jess. She's like, she's like saying we're being mean. I'm the nicest person to every single girl. She's like mad that I don't compliment her enough. I don't fuck her. I don't need to compliment her, which valid. I agreed with that. I I still don't understand this whole complimenting thing that Jess has an issue with. It's weird. It's it, weird. it proves that she the only type of like attention that Jess clocks as attention is complimentary and like sexual or like yeah you know what I mean it's like that's not the only version of attention or connection that you can get with another person uh, but back with the girls uh, Sarah she's like do you think it's possible that maybe you isolate yourself with the guys Jess. Yes, I do. I do. And like, that's been my biggest insecurity. I've always like, it has, it hasn't always been easy for me to make girlfriends. That's why I do date a lot and have a lot of like boyfriends because that's a way for me to like get attention. It's not something I'm proud of. Like, I know I haven't asked you guys like questions or like tried to get to know you guys. There's your answer, bitch, right there. (sighs) And so then Amanda's like, so like it goes both ways a little bit. Like, trying to be like, so what are we doing here? Yeah. So, (sighs) Paige in the kitchen, one last, she's like, I always get called a bitch, but whatever, par for the fucking course. (laughs) All right. Uh, But then you hear, it's like, you don't see it, but you hear Corey ask Jess, like, after they've all, like, separated. He's like, what happened? She's like, I don't know. She just, like, yelled in my face. Bitch, you know what happened. That irritated me so much because Ugh. they they she had a little breakthrough with the girls, Ugh. took ownership of her part, and then immediately placed victim with Corey to like she just like yelled at me. Like, I just don't understand it. Like, I yeah, I do because you just made a whole bunch of unnecessary drama up that you've created in your little fucking weird head. That's where I was like, okay, either you're really dumb. And, like, forgot what happened and, like, can't process what happened. And, like, I don't know. She just, like, yelled in my face. It's like, do you – or you're manipulative as fuck. I think she's manipulative as fuck. I think she knows exactly what she's doing. She Ugh. she's she likes to play, like, this, this little girl yeah. damsel in distress thing. I'm over it. I'm over her. She Mm-mm. irritates the shit out of me. And I was actually very happy that Paige yelled at her because she's a fucking annoying bitch. <laughs> uh, all right. Now, now Kyle, Austin, and Amanda talk about Lindsay and Carl coming. And Kyle, in his confessional, seems happy for them with a tinge of... Tinge of odd. Tinge of, like what are you not saying there's a tinge of that we are yet yeah. to see exactly what it is like but you can sense a, a tone under there mm-hmm. um but austin is in his room freaking out to someone you don't see who so clearly it's like a producer clearly he's telling a producer like i'm fucking freaking out and uh in his confessional he's like i'm definitely nervous and anxious and i've never been like that with Lindsay." Uh, okay, we'll get we'll get further to like the timeline of this, uh, because then Austin goes and tells Amanda and Paige this story. Okay, 
So the story is that after the wedding, he was leaving. Lindsay's like, so let me come with you. And then they watch a movie. He falls asleep and then he wakes up and her hand is on his dick and he's like, get off me. And they fall asleep. And it's the like, you know, don't tell anybody thing. Okay. Yeah. Amanda's confessional is that I was shocked that Carl and Lindsay announced at my wedding that they were going to give it another shot. Excuse me. Shot. But now I'm even more shocked that the Austin thing uh, happened that same night. Okay. Got that. Lindsay saying, please don't tell anybody is like the big deal for them. They're like, ooh, why would she say that? That's like for them a big, a big like piece of evidence. Type like of thing. She's, like she's being deceitful. Like this was all a facade. It's like all of their narrative. Yes. About the, yeah. Yes. Um, and of course, Sierra just needs to throw in her confessional. <laughs> Can you imagine he really wanted to bring his girlfriend into all this? Okay. Thank you, Sierra. Thank- yes, you were right. Okay. Um, right before bed, though, Jess says to Corey, you're the only one I need here. Like, oh, girl, you... You are, t- like, I fucking can't. Okay? <sighs> so the next morning, we get P- Craig and Paige in bed. And actually, this is this was funny. Paige is like, I'm just following in Craig's footsteps and offending everyone. <laughs> and, Craig, and Craig goes, you just have to think that I'm an extension of you. And when you do these things, <laughs> I like that. That was, that to- was yeah. Craig, that was fucking good. Yeah. I'm like, I love that he was able to flip that. Yeah. So Paige is like, I do feel bad. I was aggressive. And then she kind of explains where she was coming from. But fucking Jess goes in the kitchen and Luke asks how she's doing. And I feel like if I remember correctly, I didn't write it down. She's like, no, it's good to like have someone to talk to all the time. I'm assuming she's talking about Corey. That's not what Luke asked you. And then she and then she's like, yeah, I was a lot last night. I'm like, you, okay. And but the Ben Page is like, I just wish she had talked to me and not told everyone else. That is true. She literally told Corey because clearly she was like, they're not talking to me. And then she told Rachel because I don't know what she wanted to get from Rachel out of that. Whatever. But then Paige is like, anyway, we're going to go do figure skating today. And Craig is like, did you know I took figure skating in college? (laughs) Of course he did. And his final outfit was purple pants, no shirt, and butterfly wings, which is such a visual I enjoy. I just, I just need to know what like the group messages like before they come on these shows because they have to pack so many costumes. Good point. It's insane. That's a good like point. They, they have to have, and like, at least on Summer House, they have like, they go back to their apartments mm-hmm. in the city. So they have opportunities like maybe like, oh, we're going to do this this weekend. They can like bring it up. They had to just have all this shit on hand. Great question. Really great question. <laughs> like they, and like, they're like, okay, bring something to possibly figure skate in. They're like, got it. No problem. Right. Like we may or may not be figure skating. Yeah. Prepare. All right. All right, Jason calls his brother Jarrett, and we hear that Jason actually did have a harder time with the miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but here's a couple things he said that I he said it didn't work, and towards the end of it not working, she got pregnant. So they were already kind of not working out, 
Right. And then, you know, like probably doing like the breaking up, getting back together kind of thing. And then she got pregnant. So I want to note that. Uh, Jarrett, though, says that the way she treated him made him feel some type of way. And now he's going to need some type of closure. Jason says that he needs that before he starts the next chapters of his life. So really raising the stakes. Yeah. Really. um, I don't I hate to say this, but it really feels like he's doing it for cameras. I agree with that. And I in our voice memos, I kind of mention this like because we're going to get more of the Jason and Lindsay thing, obviously, next episode. Yeah. But I'm. I'm hoping that it's not what I think it's going to be next episode where he's going to be like making it all about him and his feelings, which is it's valid. Like, yes, it did happen to him, too. But like, it's a much different thing that when it happens inside of your body. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. I'm I'm feeling like the energy of the house already and the energy like and everyone feeling like almost I almost kind of do you feel like the house is almost like. Acting as if Lindsay did something to Jason with this whole like miscarriage it an, thing. It's got an energy of that now. Does, does that? Yeah. Like, I mean, I know that Craig uh, had that energy in the, one of the Craig, flashes. They, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It had that and, vibe. And then even Amanda with her messiness kind of like mm-hmm. will have that kind of energy too. And I understand Rachel only has what she has to go off of what Jason has told her. So I'm not even going to put her into that. Like if someone, if the person you're talking to is telling you this, you're going to go off of that. Um, so, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it, cause the energy in the house already, as we'll get to it, it's not great. And I hope that they don't gang up on her next episode with that miscarriage thing. I just don't like that. It's, it's, that's that's kind of, that's icky. Yeah. All right. So. This really, okay, this moment just stood out to me. Rachel stops by Sierra's room, but she's like, oh, I think she's still sleeping. Uh, But it turns out she's not. So she's like, do you want some tea? But then Jess comes from like inside the room and walks out. What was Jess doing? I I feel like they share that bathroom. Oh, do they? Okay. Because remember when the whole hair tie. You're right. Okay. You're right. I think they share that bathroom. Okay. Fair. And she still feels left at this bitch. Okay. <laughs> it's smart. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to rev myself down. Okay. I can't, I can't, like, I can't. All right. So Paige goes down to talk to Jess. And the first thing I notice is that Paige sits on Jess's bed and I'm like, get off her bed. It's it's like a cesspool of sex juices. Yeah. Get off it. It's not safe. It is not safe, and I know they're not washing those they're, sheets. She's, nope. Especially her. Especially Jess would, her. Jess would never wash those because she's like, she's like one of those girls that's going to be like, oh, I just want to keep, just keep the smell of him in here. Yep. So I was like. A little time capsule. Uh, Paige won me over in this scene. Made me forget all about all the things I'm about to remind us about, okay? Yeah. She says the line i try not to be reactive because i date the most reactive person in america that like you say that and i'm like so okay she knows oh my god oh my god Paige, you're so funny okay and then here's what jess fucking says here's what jess i had to write it all down because she's so fucking stupid 
I think it was more like venting versus like, this is something I want to talk to the girls about. Was it? Okay. I've had a lot of like friends that have told me they don't want to be friends anymore. And I think that has like scarred me. (sighs) That's why when I was talking to Rachel, she's like, do you want to talk to them? I'm like, I knew it was mostly my insecurity. I'm like, I don't want to really be like, hey guys, I'm really insecure. Talk to me. Then, why were you talking to Rachel like they were the bad guys? Why were you talking to Rachel like they're mean girls? If you're because fully aware you're, it's your insecurity. Because she got called out on it. You dumb bitch. She didn't want it. She's the only thing that was true in that I need whole to take, Hold on. I need to take my shit down. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Don't take it down. Keep it up. Keep it up, girl. <laughs> But the only true thing I think she just said in that statement was the fact that um, she didn't, she was like, didn't want to talk to them about it. Like she just wanted to vent. And when she says vent, she just wanted to bitch. And she didn't, she just wanted to keep bitching and keep getting sympathy, but she had no intentions on fixing anything. She just wanted to keep talking to Rachel about it. And she was the problem is she didn't think that Rachel would actually take the initiative to try to change the things that she was feeling by like trying to talk to them more, go in their rooms. She didn't she didn't bank on that shit. She thought Mm-mm. she was going to have a, a girl that she can talk shit with and then go run to Corey and say how mean they are to me. Cuddle me. Console me. Damsel in distress. Yep. She didn't bank on them fucking finding out and having to actually confront it because they're not dumb either and they're gonna they're not gonna just be like hey like I think Rachel said it they're not gonna coddle you they're not gonna be like oh I'm so sorry I'm so sorry they're gonna be like hey so you don't ever talk to us you're always with the guys they're just state spitting facts at you real fast and you're like yeah yeah, yeah, it is me like she didn't bank on literally Corey saying you know you guys leave her out that's what she said yeah because Corey doesn't want you all up in him all the time Corey is just trying to have a little sex here and there and then go here hang and- out with his friends too. Like he, wa- yeah. like he's not what he's not doing what you think he's doing, which is just hanging out with you in his room. Right. Like if Corey was on summer house, this wouldn't even be happening because summer house, they have like a little bit more freedom. They go, they meet people, they bring people back. They're like isolated kind of mm-hmm. where they are. So like his options are very limited. So he's made you the boo f- for the trip. And that's going to be it. Yeah, because if this was Summer House, they would be going clubbing in the Hamptons, meeting chicks for sure. Oh, my God. Imagine. Oh, the storyline would be so much different between those two. Oh, my God. Jess would be. Oh, she would be a hot mess. Ooh, that would be dangerous. You know this man would be bringing in girls left and right trying to show off. Look at the Summer House. Because that's how he is. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, Sweet Thing would be up, up, up in arms. And it wouldn't even be an int- I wouldn't even want to see it. I know, like it kind of on paper that sounds like it would be interesting, but it would just be creepy and gross. It's funny because I'm sorry to say everything that she was describing of Luke reminds me of what like she's like like how Luke was like in the beginning, the way that uh, Jess was saying like Luke was like creepy or whatever after whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is what Jess is. And if again, if we were in Summer House, Jess would be doing what she was like accusing Luke of. To like, Corey. <laughs> I guarantee. 
but it wouldn't be perceived as that because she's a woman. You know, she's Ooh, like, look at that little role reversal. Yeah, I'm an equal opportunist here. See? <laughs> but Paige turns it. She's like, no, you could say that to me because I'm just initially like when I meet new girls, like they don't like me. And and I just didn't see that coming. Just did not. It's like, I 1000% get it. And I'm sorry for how I acted. So here's my. OK. And in, in, in the confessional. When Paige says, no matter who was right or who was wrong, I did the yelling and I will apologize. That's just being a a good human and being like a normal person. I'm convinced that this is targeted towards Lindsay based on what they just filmed in Summer House. Remember the big fight they got in at Lindsay's birthday in the kitchen? Yes. I'm convinced that this is in response to that. Everything that's happening is in response to Lindsay. That's, yep. Like, that's why Paige got so upset in the first place. It's all the things that they accused Lindsay of in Summer House as being, is what they were being accused of here in Winter House. And she did t- get activated. Mm-hmm. Paige got activated. And she's quickly just trying to, like, not be painted as, I guess, a Lindsay carbon copy. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I 100% agree that was what she meant. Okay, so now we get Lindsay and Carl pulling up. So I'm going to take us through where, like, ha- like what has happened up to this point. So Summer House wrapped filming, but let's remember the wrap, the wrap party was that um, prom where Craig showed up and, like, surprised Paige, and they wrapped in... Uh, September, like September 21st or something, and then Kyle and Amanda's wedding was September 25th. But Lindsay and Paige had that moment, remember, where they were like really cute and friendly? Yes. And I'll like intersplice the um, clip in here if I can. Actually, no, I won't because YouTube will (laughs) cut off my monetization. It's when they, they, for anyone who doesn't remember, they're talking about like how Lindsay, Lindsay and Paige are just trying to meet someone that they like. And Lindsay's looking at Craig being like, oh, my God, you guys really like each other. And that's when Lindsay says she's thinking it's going to come down to two idiots, either Austin or uh, Carl. And Paige is supportive of Austin being the option. And yeah, I uh, remember that. It was Paige's exact quote is. Uh, well, then move to Charleston. Don't threaten me with a good time. That's her exact quote. Exact quote. Okay, so that's in September. Filming for Southern Charm starts in August, like August 21st. So doesn't it go August, September? Yeah. Right? Okay. So that kind of like there's like an overlap in there, right? So on Southern Charm, one of the big storylines was Craig, Naomi, Paige. Mm-hmm. So like that, that that's all happening. Then, of course, Lindsay, Carl, they announce at the wedding that they're going to give it a go. It's also important to note that Craig and Paige did like a little soft launch of their relationship. Because Paige posted on her Insta stories a picture of 
her and Craig in like one of like the wedding photo booth pictures, which yeah. sparked like, mm-hmm. a, oh, my God, I think they really are dating guys. I really think they are. And so the fact that Lindsay and Carl at that wedding start telling people we're going to give it a go. I think that that's something that's a little yeah. something to note. So there's a lot of overlap happening, right? So yeah. like it's almost simultaneous filming schedules happening. So a lot of overlap. The Craig, Paige, Naomi storyline is seemingly happening like at the same time that they're ending Summer House. Right. So August and then September Summer House ends. By this point, clearly they're they're more Craig and Paige are more like solidified. They're more like exclusive. Right. right. Okay. Got that going on. The whole Austin thing at this wedding, she does say at the reunion, at the Summer House reunion, that after the prom night, from between between wrapping filming and Kyle and Amanda's wedding, there was a lot of like hand holding and like flirting and stuff. Um, but she does say at the at the um, reunion that there was like a month of them just like holding hands and flirting before they quote like hooked up, hooked up, which that timeline did confuse me. Like, because, well, so wait, I'm a little confused. So, so Lindsay and Carl handholding stuff. Is that what we're saying? That's what she said. Yeah. Okay. okay. So at the reunion, she says, here, let me play the clip actually. We saw the sparks the last weekend. Was that kind of the beginning of opening the doors in a more significant way? Or There yeah. was also three weeks in between the prom, Labor Day, right. and Kyle and Amanda's wedding. And what happened over those three weeks? We were hanging out pretty much every day. I was terrified um, because as exciting as it was, we already tried this once before. You could mess up this, the friendship. It's very high school for the first month. We're cuddling, we're holding hands, watching movies. Sweet. High school is sex for me, so... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, look, can you see yourself going the distance with me? Because otherwise, what are we doing? Yeah. And he was like, yes, I can. And so we hooked up. In, in my head, I thought that they did the... They wrapped on September 21st, and then the wedding was September 25th. Oh. Oh, I see. Now I see what you're saying. You're saying... That but, there can't be three weeks because there was only really a week. Yeah. So maybe there was three weeks in between. Like maybe they and, just took that big gap of time. They did. And Actually, also, they did. They did. Because they because they show Kyle and Amanda planning it. Yeah. Okay. And, so there was three weeks. Okay. So, and, and the thing is also like they do go home in between. So we're not seeing everything. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we're mostly summer houses, just the weekends. So and I and I follow them. We all follow them um, on social media. And I do remember fuzzy now because time has passed. But I do remember seeing them hanging out a lot on their social media. So it like all of that like hanging because they remember they lived in the same building. And didn't she do a watch what happens live? And that was when Carl was like, whoa. Yeah, because she had like that outfit. That's when she started really like we uh-huh. started seeing like a different like Lindsay uh-huh. era uh-huh. of her look. And that, I think that's when she he started. But yeah, but the thing is, I remember on their social media, because they remember they lived in the same building. Mm-hmm. The reason why it's so, they had such easy access to each other, I think that's what actually started it. He lived upstairs and she lived downstairs or vice versa. And they were just always in each other's apartment. So I just think that that is 
I think living in the same apartment building and them being such good friends started everything. And I think that's what she means by high school. They're just like coming up to each other's apartments all the time, hanging out. And, and then it just starts getting blurry. Okay. Well, so then, then if this is really the case that for three weeks they had this innocent, like PG related flirtation. Yeah. At the wedding, they have this on camera conversation about how their feelings are shifting. Mm-hmm. Then she does that with Austin. It is a little more scandaloso. I think, yeah, hold I on, mean, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, because we can say something bad about Lindsay, that's allowed, because overall it's really not that big a deal compared to the rest of these other relationships. Right. When Austin says the old, like, Lindsay's old dick on, uh, hand on the dick thing, like it's some, like, move of hers. Right. I think that that is, like, a drunk Lindsay move. Yeah. And I feel like that's probably something she's pretty embarrassed about. Yeah. And when Lindsay says when she walks in, she's like, I'm a totally different person. I feel like when they showed the flashbacks of her doing it to Austin and then like hooking up with Jason. I'm sure that's like a like a drunken, embarrassing moment that she probably hates. Like when you get those flashes, like when you when you like remember doing that, I'm sure she would never in her right mind sober do that. You know, so Austin acting like this was such a coherent choice she did. She made is, in my opinion, a result of what happened on some on Southern Charm, because on Southern Charm, Craig had the falling out with Austin. Austin and Craig were part of their storyline. The beginning was them not doing well because Austin was like throwing him under the bus, even though it was totally Craig doing the same exact thing to Austin. But that was them, like that was their storyline for a minute. Right. And also that Craig was cheating on Paige or like there was a lot of crossover and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. So I feel like Austin and Austin got so much hell for Actually, by now, none of these shows had aired. So by In Winter House, none of this had aired. Like, nothing had come out yet at all. Right. So in Winter House, Austin is still reeling for the way, like, everything went down in Summer House. hmm So I think that the way he's like, yeah, her hand was on my dick and, like, all this shit, I think it's more vengeful than, like, accurate. No, I, I 1,000% agree with all of that that's right that's what i was gonna say like i believe austin that that all that happened so that there's no defense of like Lindsay. it's just that i just don't like i i just don't think it's a big deal i because and also when they talk about the dates i'm confused isn't september 25th before october 7th that's what i'm saying like just (laughs) like what the fuck i don't really find it that's like i think it's salacious because they said it on tv and part of this is all tv like i'm sure that they wanted to like also be like part of this is for camera too like we're like we're making the announcement at um was kyle and and amanda's wedding like (laughs) but it's very telling that they make that announcement and the person that she goes and ends up hanging out with is Austin and Carl doesn't seem it's not like Carl's like texting her like where yeah we just made an announcement that we're like you know what I mean so he's off doing his own fucking thing too you know what I mean so in my opinion it's like I just feel like 
we've all dated and we've all liked one person that we probably maybe think that they're, we're going to be with. But, you know, we're still kind of single and you get fucking drunk shit happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like these people aren't ones to talk. Right. So if they were not, I feel like when we watched Summer House, we were led to believe that that was the point that they decided that they were official. And that, and they are telling us that is not when they became official. They are telling us they considered themselves official early October, like October 7th or whatever the date was. So it's like, who can, like, I just think that what, like, to sum it up, what you said is completely accurate. They, Lindsay and um, Austin had a big falling out between the seasons, between the ending of Summer House and uh, his Southern Charm and Winter. When, yeah. And then they made it by Winter House, I think. They had um, They were I, still in a bad place. At Winter House, they were still in a bad place. They weren't still in a bad place because I remember on social media they had, like, followed each other again. You mean by the time it's airing? No, it was before. No, no. They were still in a bad place going into filming. Okay. So, like, that's even more, like... <laughs> okay. But, yes, I, I I still feel like, yeah, it was, like, come... Yeah. I think that it was Austin in, in his I Hate Lindsay moment that he was in for those few months... And his story was malicious to hurt Lindsay and Carl. Because remember, they went. Remember him and Craig did that their um, podcast, and they were like, Craig was like going off on about Lindsay yeah. and stuff like that. I think it was all during that era. Yeah. So no, no, actually, that would have been later because that was, was when the it? show. That was when the show was airing. Which show? Summer House. So- Oh what! Oh, is that when that was when this? Okay. This is why it's so confusing because we're the like the when we were actually seeing Summer House, all of this had already been filmed. Okay, which all is right. what's so confused. This is why I had to go back and be like, what has actually occurred at this point in time? Isn't it confusing? Yeah, I think to it is confusing. But at the end of the day, Carl and Lindsay said they weren't official until October seventh, and and the math is mathin. For me, <laughs> it's like that's why I keep getting confused. They're like, our wedding was September twenty fifth. They hooked up August or October seventh. I'm like, so like a week and a half later. Yeah, isn't like that, I don't. Isn't that okay? And isn't it's like, that okay? I just think that it's completely fine. At the end of the day, is a bunch of people who do not like Lindsay latching onto any morsel of uh, negativity that they can find to tear their shit down. And I think they're approaching it because time has passed since they've all really hung out with Lindsay and Carl. And Lindsay is in a completely different space than she was when they were interacting on Summer House and, um, and all that. So they're, they're approaching Lindsay even before she gets in the house with old Lindsay. Mm-hmm. So it's like, to me... I found it found it very weird because Lindsay's literally coming in, trying her best to be as like cordial and nice without being too fake about it. Like she knows that there's tension with her and Sierra. She thinks she knows that there's tension with her and Paige, but she's chummy, like you know, adult like. And I don't think that they were expecting that energy. And I feel like they're try- every every five minutes they're trying to figure out a way to be like she's gonna she's up to something. She's not. 
So, so this is where we are here. Like, Craig has just had a psychotic season on Southern Charm. Yeah. Austin kind of did, not kind of, he didn't really, but like, they're coming off that. Paige has just had to deal with Craig in the house so far in Winter House mm-hmm. up until this point. Um, Sierra hates Lindsay. Right. So here's here we are coming coming in. And then mm-hmm. and then when we finish this recap, I'm going to take us through more of a timeline because then mm. I got infuriated. Oh, ooh, Ugh. yes! I oh can't my. wait. I can't wait to get to that part. Okay, I want to get to the infuriating. <laughs> I'm excited for the infuriating. <laughs> oh, okay. The drama. Uh, okay, Lindsay and Carl. They pull up. This is the actual dialogue that occurs. Lindsay, we're here, babe. Oh, the memories. Carl, does it bring back does it bring back memories, babe? Lindsay, we're gonna make new memories, babe. I need them. I'm gonna call like the uh, foul for the use of babe. Overuse of babe from Lindsay and Carl. Yeah. It could be a drinking game. Yeah, I almost feel like it's their uh security blanket word or like they're it's, like Yeah. You know what I mean? I I I feel like I could immediately sense when they got out of the car, they're like, we should not have come. Like, I feel like they made the agreement a while ago Mm. and they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. And I feel like they've had their break and they've been traveling and they are in a very like, you know, honeymoon love Mm -hmm. space. And I feel like the moment they stepped out there, like this was a huge fucking mistake. Yeah. Real bad. So they're getting their stuff out. Paige tells the guys in the kitchen, she's like, all right, everyone, we're going to do this figure skating thing. As that's happening, Lindsay and Carl are coming in and she comes down the hall and you, it's just they all, the way they shoot it. It's almost like a suspense thriller. Yeah. Like, oh, no. Uh, so the first person Lindsay hugs is Jason. And you're like, that's right. There's tension with Jason. Uh, and then they're like, where's Carl? Like, and of course, his greeting completely different. His greeting is like, Carl, we love Carl. Uh, Sierra's literally hiding in her room. She's like peeking out of her door. She's staying in her room. Amanda is telling her about the figure skating thing, and she seems to be friendly, and Paige is decent. Yeah. Nothing too crazy, just decent. So, Lindsay's confessional. She's like, Last year, I was in a completely different place times two. And they flash back. <laughs> that montage was epic. Her fucking just the fall. I forgot the- that she just fell it into was- the wall and was like, ow. <laughs> I'm really happy she's sober now for her, like, whatever she needs to do in life. <laughs> but I, I'm i happy we have these time capsule yeah. moments of her just making me laugh. And that was, like, <laughs> that was, like, also when I realized that, like, Kyle and Lindsay were besties last Winter House. Yeah. Like, Lindsay had Kyle's back and Kyle had Lindsay's back, man. Like, Kyle, because Kyle, Kyle's also a psychotically messy drunk, so he was just like, ah, come on, Lindsay, like, equally wasted, but, like, helping her out. Yeah. But, and then she's, like, telling Austin, I'm in love with, with you. With you. 
so you're like yeah okay maybe she did need to change her relationship with alcohol because like when you really think about all of Lindsay's iconic moments she's wasted so eh, all right and and it's one of those things like what you said like what after you're kind of sober up and you have those flashes of what happened and you literally get to see it because you, you filmed it I do not believe for a second Lindsay was ever in love with Austin. It's drunk love. Literally, oh, she was yeah. drunk in love. And it's one of those things where you, your emotions are so much higher when you're drinking. And yep. you're just like, you were not in love with Austin. Uh-uh. You were lonely. <laughs> like, and, and it's sad. It's sad to say. Um. <laughs> and, when, and honestly, Lindsay's entire reality TV career has been based on being drunk part like summer house it's all summer house is that's the whole premise we go to the we go to the hamptons on the weekends to party yeah that is the premise which i'm concerned like i'm 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 interested to see if this will be Lindsay and carl's last summer because i do you think it's sustainable for them to be sober in that house not saying that you can't have fun sober that's not what i'm saying but the way that this show is based it's like it's this it was is design- a good question <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it, it was designed. It was designed for them to be literally wasted. That is how they designed the show. So for them to be in a house of people that are that drunk all the time, like, is that something that is going to be able to be sustainable for them? I have no idea. And I think it's a really good experiment because I'm extremely curious. We've never, I don't think we've ever really seen it. Yeah, and I, I mean, the most we've seen it so far is with Carl last summer. And I, like I was telling you in, your, uh, in the voice note, I saw, like, it's not a bad change. It's just different, you know? And he was the only person last year sober in that house. So it was like, we didn't get a lot of Carl content because it was like he, he would end up going to bed early a lot of times, you know? Yep. And, and something I told you, Pia, already, I did not factor in how uncomfortable Lindsay must be. Because, you know, you, we're just so used to seeing Lindsay bold and out there and in your face. Yeah. But alcohol absolutely contributed to that. Yeah. 100%. And so now she's learning how to, I mean, it is real. Like, you have to learn how to socialize again. Mm-hmm. Like, I went through it. Like, suddenly, when someone invited me somewhere, I was like, oh, my God, I'm actually going to go to that and not drink. Like, I went to yeah. a sporting event. Like, I went to a Dodger game. And I was like, I'm not going to drink a beer. And then you're like, oh, I guess you just go. But it's like yeah. it does cha- it does affect you. And Lindsay's only done all of these things drunk. And so they are walking into this house like you would probably hand them an alcoholic beverage. That's what they all are doing. You're drinking from the second you wake up a little bit here and there and then you get wasted at night. Yeah. And I mean, we saw it in the clip. She walked the first winter house. She walks in like parties here. Like it's it's a different vibe. It's a completely different vibe for them. Totally. And I know I have social anxiety and it takes, and I honestly like, I like feel like I always need like one or two drinks to get myself to be who I actually am, which is terrible to say, but like, it's just crippling sometimes. So Mm -hmm. I can't imagine how it must be if you are always have relied on alcohol to be able to be like outgoing. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's like humbling. I, it is humbling, and I feel like she. I, I again. I and I get it too for the other people in the house. They have not seen this side of Lindsay yet, so 
they're not, I don't think they know what to make of it. And they uh-huh. don't know if it's like, I feel like that might be coming off like how all the, all of the uh, people keep on feeling like Lindsay is being fake or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just think that they don't, hello, introduce yourself to Lindsay because that's, who, this is the new person. You know what I mean? They're both I, new energies entirely. Yeah. I think that they need to reintroduce, yeah. like, it's, you're not, that's not the same Lindsay as it is. And, she, and we can comfortably say that because she has at that point been sober for a handful of months. So, mm-hmm. which is, which is incredible. It's not like she was like, I just stopped drinking last week. Like this is like a habit now that she is uh, built, which is really, really hard. So I, I, I wish that they didn't have such animosity towards her to be as accepting of what maybe her new personality is like. Well, as if they were with Carl, they were much more able to uh, allow Carl the grace to transition into a new era, Mm -hmm. which sucks because Carl had a really terrible behavior too. Like we're all acting like Carl was some fucking saint before he was terrible, terrible, just as bad as Lindsay. Yeah. But for some reason, it's it's excused and we're able to let him, you know, be, you know, sober. I know maybe they're a little bit more sensitive because he what he did. His brother well, did I die. Think, I also think because Carl announced he was getting sober. Mm-hmm. Lindsay hasn't announced it. Really? She's like, I'm doing it to help Carl. So it doesn't seem like she's cha- like Carl is like struggling with his sobriety. And you know yeah. what I mean? Is where Lindsay's like, I don't know. Maybe I like so they don't feel like they need to support her. Right. And I think, yeah, and I don't, yeah, I don't think that she has been on open or I should say not honest, open with the other people about what's been going on with her sobriety journey. Cause I do like that. She's telling us in the confessionals, like it started out with helping Carl, but now she, it is, it is for her, which I thought was really powerful. And I wish that she could have had that conversation with them. Well, we'll get into that when we finish. Cause that leads into the reunion. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So they kind of, they break apart to like go get ready. But Lindsay goes over to Jason. She's like, what are you drinking? Ooh, can I have some of that tea? I'm like, Jesus. She pushes it, man. She does. And he's like, he's, whatever. Amanda and Rachel talk about how it's going to be awkward. And like Sierra didn't even come out of her room. And they give us that flashback to when Sierra's trying to talk to Lindsay. And Lindsay is literally like, it looked like, um, looked like, you know, in Pac-Man, when you're trying to like get away yes, from the yes, and that's yes, like yes, Lindsay yes. was like nope and she kept like going going away from she's like running away from those ghosts, those ghosts <laughs> like crazy yeah yeah so Kyle's giving Lindsay a tour and that's odd and uncomfortable because literally Sierra's hiding and Austin's hiding and uh, Lindsay and Jessica meet and. Je- Jessica's like welcome home she's like yeah yeah whatever I'm like we will get to you later (laughs) Luke finally comes out and greets them and it's like oh thank god someone who's nice to them because Luke's like I love these guys it's like oh now they seem comfortable uh I I actually was happy for Luke because I he seems comfortable too (laughs) because the thing is he's been in a house of people who also don't really want him there I know so this I it must have been so relieving for him to see two faces that genuinely like him instead of passive aggressively like him. Right. Like Kyle likes him and I think that's kind of it. Yeah, but the thing is Kyle's like in his own like world and like that's yeah, I mean, yeah, he has like a technically yes Kyle, but it's like 
everyone just seems like they go out of their way to be like annoyed with him. Like, just like, oh, let's set up a game. Uh, Sierra's like, I had to like fucking hammer a nail. And I'm a still really rock. pissed we didn't see more of that game. Is there I, like, is there extended footage of that game? I thought that was a really fun game. I really I would like more of that game. <laughs> Honestly, they're very clear when they don't really fuck with you. Yeah, they let you know. They let you know. All right, so Luke finally greets him. He's like, these are two people in love, and it's inspiring. He's very much team Carl and Lindsay. Uh, mm-hmm. And he shows them his room, and he's like, this is where the Tom stayed. And I'm, you know, I'm willing to thruple. And they clearly are like, no. Uh, <laughs> they want their own room. So they're like, we can just stay in a hotel if no one's willing to give up their room. Uh, and uh, obviously, that's we're, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Uh, so they're getting ready. Jessica and Sierra are getting ready. And Sierra, uh, Jessica asks Sierra, she's like, do I look like Lindsay? And Sierra's like, you have similarities. Which, <laughs> unbeknownst to her, that's like not what she wanted to hear. Yeah, that's not what she wanted to hear. I do not look like Lindsay. She's like, See, I, I feel like Sierra was holding back. I feel like Sierra was like, you're a you carbon like, copy. Co- yeah, you scare me a little. Yeah, it's like I keep <laughs> thinking it's Lindsay when you turn the corner. Um. Rachel is awesome. I really, really like her because mm-hmm. Jason's like, hey, should I wear this? Should I wear this? And talking a little bit about like how it's weird having Lindsay there. And in Rachel's confessional, she's like, I know that a lot happened that affected like the mind, the heart, <laughs> something else. I don't know what she says. She goes, it's important he knows that he can be comfortable and vulnerable around me. It's like, Aww. you're badass. She's just cool. Yeah. I want more we, of her. She can stay. I want more of her. And I want like to see like her and Maya together. Okay. Uh, Carl's getting ready and he's like, can you, can you see, is this my, is my ass see through? She goes, no, but you can see. And he's like, my dick. She's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Paige enters the kitchen. She's like, does a little twirl, like a little ballerina. She's obsessed with herself in this tutu. Yeah, someone points out it. Someone points out that it's upside down, which I actually did appreciate it upside down. I'm glad she didn't <laughs> fix it, <laughs> like because it's like flipped up, like, flipped facing up. It's I like I liked it. I liked it like that too. You know, she, Paige is like that girl that's like, no, I won't wear my clothes the normal way. I'm she's Regina this. George. She's the yes. one who like when they cut the holes in her shirt. She's like, mm, I'll wear it like that, and then everyone else starts wearing it like that. Yeah, she's a trendsetter. Hmm. Lindsay comes down she meets Corey and Carl walks into the room he's just so Carl actually walked in cool he's like who are these cats and Sierra gives him the warmest welcome like oh my god I love Carl Corey does a very formal he's like hey man I'm, I'm Corey very like formal handshake Craig is nice to Carl with a tinge of weird just a little tinge of something I didn't like can't put my finger on it. Just didn't like it. Insecurity. Um, he, he something. Craig, Craig is something. having Craig. This winter house has Jack's Taylor energy. Oh. I'm the number one guy in this group. Yes, it's like he's threatened or something. It had oh. that vibe. Like I don't want. I don't like your. I don't like it. It's because everyone really likes Carl, and I don't think he yeah. likes that. He, and he's like, I can't be Carl. I definitely cannot be a Carl. Like I'll never yeah. be a Carl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin points out he's like wow is this not crazy how much these two look alike 
about Lindsay and Jess. He's like, literally, like they keep like I keep thinking they're the same person. Lindsay, she goes, yeah, right. Lindsay's in a relationship now, so we'll get a younger, hotter version of her. There you go, Jess. There's your compliment. That that thank you for bringing that up, because I was going to definitely point that out. Like Jess has been crying for like three episodes now that no one compliments her when she walks in the room. Here goes Lindsay. Not privy to the whole complimenting thing. Mm-mm. She didn't even know. Immediately comes in and gives her the fucking thing that she's been Best desiring. Best compliment ever. Younger, hotter version. Fuck you. Like, and what does Jess say in her? But granted, I know in a confessional, the producers set you up like they give right. you a, they give you a shitty question. So I'm a little shocked because she looks a lot older than me. So when people are like, oh, you're Remy of Lindsay, I'm like... <laughs> Like she could be my mom or like my aunt okay, or bitch. what do you mean by that? And then she does this like sinister smile. Like she thinks she's so fucking cute. When she said she could be my mom, I was like, do you think she's seven, like 70, like 60? Like she's not that much older than you. Like she, so she had you at 10. What like, are you saying? First of all, I, and this is not, and I'm going to be God. Like, give me a second. I'm going to, I'm going to be fucking real. It's not because I fucking hate this bitch, Jess, because I fucking do. Um, but am I am I alone in feeling like Jess doesn't like if you didn't tell me Jess's age, I wouldn't necessarily think. Yeah, that I she's, would never think she's that like she is younger. Immediately. Than, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not. I swear it's not because I don't like her. I just don't think that she looks that much younger than or younger at all in comparison to Lindsay. Maybe if we're comparing Lindsay from like like early seasons when she wasn't like completely together, but like she's like like honestly Lindsay looked Lindsay looked great when she walked in that house. She looked yeah. she, she looked better amazing. than ever. Better than ever. I was just I'm sorry. I just thought that that was crazy what she said. I thought that was a really crazy statement to Crazy. Like, that was wild to me. How dare you? I, it was the way she smiled. The way she fucking smiled. Like, I'm so cute for saying that. So wait a minute. You think you think that that they're all mean girls, but then you'd go and say this? Huh. Jess is, Jess is a lazy, good looking person. Like, she's good looking, but she's not as hot as she thinks she fucking is. That's so rude. She's just like, she just, she, she's, I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't know. Mm-mm. I just don't. And then in the car, Paige, Craig, Jess, Corey, Sierra car. Jess is like, I think it's, I think it's weird. Everyone's saying I look like Lindsay. And then Craig. Yeah. I, I was like telling everyone like, guys, it's not like a good thing. You're telling her she looks like that. It's not like the nicest thing. I honestly was so trash livid when he, it was so disgusting what they were doing. I don't care if you like there's no need to be like that. Really? Like that was really shameful. And I Paige didn't say anything, but I know she knew that that was not going to be a good look. Like cuz I felt like I almost felt like she was trying to disappear in yep. the car like she's like they're going to use this. They're going to fucking use this. And she knew she knew as soon as it was happening this was going to be terrible. Here we go. She fucking knew it. And she can't, she could not say anything in the sense of if she does, it's going to make 
her boyfriend, who she's chosen to be the extension of, yep, look even worse. So she just has to sit there mm-hmm. and hope and maybe pray that it doesn't get used. Yeah. She's like, hopefully they don't use this. Oh, they're using it. Yeah, they're fucking using it. Yeah. And on Watch What Happens Live, uh, it was asked, like, how, how do you feel, you know, about saying what you said about Lindsay? He's like, yeah, I feel bad because Lindsay and I finally are in a good place. And like, oh, I knew there was going to be some stuff that came up on this that wasn't good. And yeah, I shouldn't have said that. Right. Yeah. Uh, in the car, in the other car, Austin asks Kyle if Lindsay and Carl are cool with staying in the basement. And Kyle's like, yeah, no, they said they'll get a hotel if that's the case. So planting that seed. All right, they're skating, and here, here's what's going to happen. First page puts Austin, Luke, and Sierra together, and Sierra tries to <laughs> Sierra tries to make a joke. My perfect threesome is with two guys. The way Luke reacts is kind of like, don't don't try to be that girl. Like, no, you're no, you would never do a threesome with two guys. He's like, okay. <laughs> uh, he's like, because Luke is kinky as hell, and he's like, you know, you wouldn't. Uh. Austin's confessional is him going, what the fuck was I thinking trying to invite Olivia? It's like, because you freaked out that the night before you were talking to Sierra, probably hitting on her. Um, so on the <laughs> on the ice, Paige gets out there and she's like, OK, this is a lot harder than I thought. And like a bunch of the guys start like skating. She's like, how are they doing that? I can't even move. Like they're just like they get on the ice and they just don't. They It is true. Like I, I haven't ice skated in so long. I do forget that it is it's confusing when you get out there like how do you move and not fall I I used to ice skate all the time so I'm pretty good are you yeah and, well I, speaking I, of Luke I'm not like I'm not I'm not, I'm not like Luke but like I'm very comfortable I'm I'm comfortable on the ice so you would have you would have been you probably would have won this skating challenge I would have yes yeah got it no more so not because again I'm not saying like I'm like fucking um Michelle Kwan out there, but I did. I had I figure skating is my favorite Winter Olympic sport. I had Michelle Kwan and Tara Lipinski on my <laughs> my wall for like ten years. Took lessons. I love. I I like skating. <laughs> I, I do like skating. Well, and I was surprised that Paige even wanted to do this, considering she can't do it. I'm surprised that she didn't know how to skate because they are they do live in a cold climate. I just feel like because I'm from Michigan, that's why I like I ice skate. So I was assuming, like you know, she's from from New York. Like I like they never went to like Rockefeller Center and skated. Like I was, I was actually shocked that she didn't know how to skate and that she elected to do this activity. Um, Luke Luke says that he's still coaching and like plays hockey or like you know whatever. And I think we I think we said last week that he probably doesn't even play on a team. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, he does. Uh, Carl is skating all well, and Lindsay's like, I thought I knew everything about you, babe. (laughs) Offense. Offense. So Lindsay and Amanda sit off to the side. And Amanda is clearly gathering intel rather than trying to actually talk to her friend, Lindsay. It's very evident. This is not a this is not an actual catch up. This is a I'm going to report everything back to the girls conversation. Mm hmm. Uh, so she talks about how everything's better with Kyle. She attributes that to the dogs, which is why people should start with getting dogs before having babies. I 1,000% agree with that. I am so happy that Sean and I got Penn 
He did not want to get uh, a dog at first, but of course he's like number one dog daddy. He's like go on his Instagram account. You probably can't go a day without posting something about Penn. But it's like you really learn how to like work with someone. You have to be a team. Mm -hmm. And it's such a good practice for like if you guys, you know, decide you want to have kids because it's like you already kind of have that built in like rapport of like, I know my weaknesses. Like I know Mm -hmm. what kind of parent I probably will be. And I know what kind of parent he'll be and what I will have good, like what strengths I will have and what strengths he'll have and weaknesses. See? Uh, and so Lindsay goes, yeah, Carl wants a dog, which segues them into that conversation. So Lindsay says that they count the start of the relationship from when they full on hooked up, had sex. That is October 7th. Once again, Amanda's like, hmm, our wedding was September 25th. And once again, I'm looking at my calendar like, do I not know dates? Like, like suddenly, like I'm like, September 25th is before October 7th. Yeah. I I don't get it. I think that they decided that Lindsay and Carl were together. I I think this this is the problem. They all unanimously colluded together to say that Lindsay and Carl were together has made have made it official on Amanda's wedding day and then did not expect both both Carl and Lindsay to agree that their official date was October 7th but they are they're holding they want to hold on to the narrative so they're just keep they keep on acting as if we can't that we're dyslexic and we can't we're we're not gonna track dates like September 25th comes before October 7th so case closed like Kay's motherfucking closed. Like she had, Lindsay had a history of partying with Austin and like kind of hooking up with Austin. Yeah. So to me, it's not, it's probably not her, it's not her proudest moment. I'm sure that she got drunk and was like, uh, because you know, I've done shit like that when I was wasted. So I guarantee that she, if she could take it back, she would because like, I think sure. she's going to try to lie about it, though. We see that for next next week. She's oh, do you, gonna, she says she's like, all we did was order McDonald's and pass. Oh, she, she says does. That, yeah, she's going to lie. Oh, I think she's definitely lying. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I think that they yeah. definitely. Yeah, no, I think that she's lying. But it, I, the thing is, I don't. I think she t- I, I this is this is probably me just wanting to to be optimistic. But I feel like she probably did tell Carl the truth but she does not want the world to have that perception i think that i i feel like that she's probably had that conversation with carl in private okay because i don't think carl's an idiot Mm. i think that i think that he would be like i know you fucking probably did that and they probably worked it out but i don't think Lindsay is gonna want that to be a part of their love story so Mm. i think she's gonna try to convince us that as that that did not happen okay possible it did I know it did. <laughs> totally. Because Austin wouldn't outright make it up. But Austin is messy. That is something that is a fact about Austin. He's one of the messiest little fuckers. So that that I do want to remind myself to. The thing is, this is one thing I think that Austin is lying about. I don't believe that he's like, get your hand off my dick. No, no. Like that drama I don't think that I think that they I think they messed around and 
he's like embellishing that to make her look like thirsty because everyone will believe it because she's been super thirsty for Austin in the past. I do think Austin is hooked up. I've seen Austin, like, please, if they were drunk and Austin, like, I'm not saying they had sex, but I'm, I don't think that Austin was like, no, no, get your hands off I think me. It I think it was a lot less like she went like this on his dick and then he was like, get off me. I think it yeah. was more like, Austin, and he's like, no, Linz, and just like went back to sleep. Simple. Yeah. I don't think they actually messed around, though. I, I can't, I'll, I'll go with that narrative, but I wouldn't be, I also wouldn't be surprised if they did. Like they've right? done it in the past, but, but he, either it, it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't really yeah. matter. Um, but it's the lying that's going to get her. Yeah, I think that she should just be honest about it. But again, I how it's probably really hard to be honest in a house full of people who really want you to tear down your your relationship. Yeah, she feels really outnumbered. Um, while that conversation is going on, Carl and Kyle talk, and Carl is. Real cheese. Something happened at your wedding. My heart beated different. I've never been happier in my life, man. Kyle says it, he said, the line is, it shows. And I'm not sure he, I'm not sure I buy that line. He's like very stiff when he says it. Mm -hmm. um, but we get this really amazing confessional from Lindsay where she says there's no better feeling in the world than falling in love with your best friend. It's the closest that you get to a fairy tale. And I would like to point out that I made the most psychotic post in the world when they got together. It was like, um, I made it like a movie poster, like trailer. And it was a side by side of them, like having like, you know, different love affairs that weren't working out and then ending up back together. I thought they were going to get a restraining order. Um, <laughs> she really loved it. Yeah, I think they did end up liking it finally. Like, it took a while, but they finally were like, this is cute. And I was like, thank you, because I was worried. Um, ah. uh, but then she goes, like, she starts to cry. Like, it brings me to tears because I just wish, like, everyone felt this kind of love in their life. That's how I feel about him. It did seem sincere. I thought it was 100% sincere. I, when she was doing that monologue, um, I... I was really trying to think of all of the relationships that we've seen Lindsay in on Summer House or on, since she's been on TV. Even like the, like, I don't know. I just feel like it it feels different. And even when she was with Carl the first time, she, it always oh, seems was, very, yeah. it always seems very like chaotic. It always seems very like, you know. Yeah. And something about this seemed very grounded. Mm-hmm. And it felt different. And I was like, I'm happy for you. And I, and I really hope it, hope everything works out. Like, I'm happy for Paige and Craig. I'm yeah. happy for Carl and Lindsay. I don't think that they're, ha like, I hate this, like, rivalry thing. Like, why can't they just both have happened to find the person that they want to be with and it not have to be, like, somebody has to be, the, like, the top dog? Like, why, why does it have to be this way? Like, yeah. Uh, so Lindsay says to Amanda, she's like, he's like ready for commitment now. And Amanda is like, she's playing with her ear. She's looking around. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this summer he was ready for a relationship. She's not, you can feel this is not a sincere conversation. She goes, is it weird being in the house with everyone and Carl? And Lindsay goes, it's, yeah, it's, I'm just a little bit awkward with Jason. And Amanda goes, do you think you'll talk to him? Lindsay goes, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> it's okay. So you don't give a fuck about that guy. 
Uh, all right. Cut to the guys skating with the instructor and like messing around. And then you hear Jess go, where's Corey? I want to go take Corey's clothes off. I need you to chill the fuck out. I hate that bitch so much. I hate her. I hate her. And then Rachel's like, so is this like more than flirty or what? And she's like, yeah, oh my God, we sleep together like every night. You know, it's being in three the- days. Get out. Ugh. Being in the house speeds up getting to know the person, obviously. You know, Sierra's like, I can relate. God. Then Jess is confessional. When I'm into someone, I start opening up emotionally. And I need to know that you're going to take care of those emotions if I give those to you. Relax, okay? Girl. This guy did not this guy has not shown you that he will, so you guys take the like, hint. Girl, keep those emotions, put it in your pocket, because that man is not the one to be carrying them. No. No. No, no, honey. What has indicated to you that he's that person? He's terrible. And I, I understand that she's not able to see everything we're seeing, so I'll give her that. But but damn, do not trust that man. Uh-uh. <laughs> like, Girl, girl. And then she Mm. says, so normally I would wait three or four days before I gave them the juice. And she points to her lips. I don't, I don't. Head? I don't, I have no idea. And uh, Rachel, (laughs) she's because Jess is like, I want to see him as soon as I wake up. I want to see him and all this shit. And Rachel's like, ew. (laughs) Rachel's like, not me. Okay, uh, no thank one, you. One more Luke comparison. That is literally the same <laughs> motherfucking thing Luke said about her. And then things went awry. <laughs> like, like Jess is a predator. Like maybe they should have been together. <laughs> Jess, you are the problem. You're the problem. You're the problem. If you've already got all of your holiday shopping done, good for you. I do not, so I'm looking to find the perfect gift for everyone on my list, and that's definitely a challenge. But there are a few things as universally crowd-pleasing as skincare and body care, and Osea is perfect for that. They are a California-based skincare and body care brand, and they've been making clean, vegan, and cruelty-free skincare products for over 25 years. Their hero ingredient is seaweed. Seaweed is so nutrient-rich. It's a nutrient-rich superfood, okay? It's got these amazing benefits, including my favorite, anti-aging and moisturization. Hi! Osea products are clinically proven to work, and they're climate-neutral certified, which we desperately need more of in this world. So they make amazing gifts for everybody on your list. My aunt would definitely love some Osea skincare and body care for a gift because she would connect completely with this brand, being vegan, clean, and cruelty-free. But I'm definitely getting this for my goddaughter because they've got this best sellers mini collection. It is so freaking cute. It's a six piece set of their skincare and body care, and it's in these convenient and adorable travel size bottles. There's three best-selling face products. There's the Ocean Cleanser, Hyaluronic Sea Serum, and Seabiotic Water Cream, and three best-selling body moisturizers, including the Andaria Algae Body Oil. This thing's TikTok famous, and I'm telling you, this body oil is everything. It's worth the hype. Trust me on that. The packaging of this little mini bestsellers collection is so 
gorgeous. You could absolutely gift wrap it, but the packaging's so pretty, you could skip the gift wrapping. Honestly, I'm just gonna hand it to my goddaughter and she's going to love it. All of Osea's products are clean, they're clinically proven and consumer tested. Trust me, you want to add Osea to your winter skincare and body care routine. For a gift that will impress, check out Osea's bestseller minis collection. Right now, our listeners get 10% off your first order with promo code SHESPEAKS at OSEAMalibu.com. You'll even get free samples with every order, and orders over $50 get free shipping. That's 10% off at OSEA, O-S-E-A, Malibu.com, promo code SHESPEAKS. I have gotten so used to just taking any doctor that I can get my hands on with an available appointment sometime in the near future that's semi-close to where I live. But with ZocDoc, that is not the case anymore because I can actually look into reviews and find the right doctor in my network and in my neighborhood who makes me feel like I'm in good hands and supported and heard, and that's invaluable to me. I use ZocDoc because it's free, which is crazy, and all the doctors are reviewed by patients so you can actually look at what they have to say about the doctor. They take my insurance and they are available when I need them. And I can find literally any specialist I need. When my back was killing me and I wanted to fix that, I found them. When I was freaking out about this weird looking mole, I went and got that checked out too, all just searching on ZocDoc. And the app is super user friendly. It's like ordering food, which is my other favorite thing to do. <laughs> you can find and review local doctors, read verified patient reviews from real people who made real appointments. So now when you walk into your doctor's office, your new doctor's office, it's not all weird. You feel like you're set to see someone in your network who understands you, makes you feel comfortable. You go to ZocDoc.com, find the right doctor that's right for you, and book an appointment in person or remotely, something that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc, and I'm one of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to find and book a quality doctor. Go to ZocDoc.com slash SheSpeaks and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash SheSpeaks. ZocDoc.com slash SheSpeaks. All right. The instructor teaches them the routine. But like while the instructor is talking to them, Jason is like full on back hugging Rachel. And I don't know why, but I was like, get off of her. Because uh, um, I like I don't as much as I love Rachel, I don't buy this whole. I don't at all. I think it's, again, convenient, convenient. Like. And I also feel like he's putting it on a little bit more because he is uncomfortable Lindsay is here with her yeah. new love. Mm-hmm. And it's not not to say that he's not interested in Rachel or vice versa. I just think both of them are only situationally interested in each other. So yeah. When, so when all this like extra PDA shit ha- keeps happening between yeah. them on the ice, I'm yeah. like. Ew, stop it. Kyle goes, I'm going to have to call my choreographer. 
They're like choreographers. <laughs> like, what did I say? <laughs> uh, all right. So there's going to be two teams are going to compete against each other, and the winner will be able to get whatever they want all night. So the teacher's like, all right, we're going to go left, right, pivot, and that pivot gets Corey. Corey falls so hard. So hard. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed it, too. It's like, that's right. Uh, Sierra, Austin, and Luke's team. Sierra's like, we're called two thorns and a rose. I'm the rose, and they are the thorns in my ass that will never go away. Well, that's your fucking choice. I don't, like, I just, I hate this thing where she's acting like, you're not a victim by the way luke hasn't done anything to you for a long ass time i don't understand what luke's done i i I can't even go back down that fucking hole the only reason you're on this show is luke can we all remember that what did luke do okay when they flashed back it was like he's texting you after 9 a.m 9 p.m that's i thought that i always thought that was a weird thing for her to say like i didn't know you're not allowed to text people after nine and like he got Unless the message like, and he stopped and like that's over. That's been over. I think that was really weird that that she got that irate over him. Tech. Unless it was like him just sending you a dick pic. That's different. But like a text like I think that's like after 9 p.m. Like it's not like a crazy or it was time. 10. It's not, Regardless, she felt it was uncomfortable. nine. It was nine. Was it? <laughs> Whatever. Yes. It's fine. She felt uncomfortable. It's fine. He listened. They've. But he has literally left her alone since it's, then. Well, we already know what the issue is. Hannah. Like. <laughs> I can't. Like, I can't. And like, okay. I um, can't. All right. So we got first up is Team Blue Balls versus For Sure, which is Kyle and Amanda versus Lindsay and Carl. Um, Kyle and Amanda crushed it. Can't take that away from them. They crushed it. Lindsay and Carl, very weak performance. Yeah, very. Uh, it was very lackluster. They they took it too seriously. As for Kyle and Amanda went for style uh, and humor. That's what will always win you. Always win you. You got to go for you got to go for camp and cheese. Unless you're unless you're actually really good at like uh, choreography or skating, lean into the fun. Yep. The interpretation that will win you every time. Go big or go home, baby. Yeah. And uh, Carl actually falls on top of Lindsay doing one of the stunts they tried to do, which is a very advanced level stunt. (laughs) Uh, So obviously winner was Team Blue Balls. Uh, We had Team Black Swan versus Team Tutu, I thought was the name, which is Jason and Rachel versus Craig and Paige. Jason kicks Rachel in the face. Um, Yeah, with the blade. With the blade. And I'm pretty sure there is a mark underneath her well she has a birthmark there oh is that the birthmark i thought i was like is anyone gonna tell her that he he, he hit her underneath like i mean like there was a mark from it but i didn't know that was a birthmark i thought it was from the yeah she has a she has a birthmark there which was like already there so it was hard for me to tell if there's anything there i never noticed it before okay i swear i thought it was from the damn skate and i was like if I was like, no one is telling her that he did. Yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> um, so Craig and Paige, this thing is totally rigged, by the way. Um, oh, absolutely. Oh my god. Uh, team Lightning Bolt versus Team Two Thorns and a Rose. Jess and Corey, obviously, versus um, 
Kyle's commentary, like, so they're skating, and Kyle's commentary is like, so much history and chemistry on the ice. <laughs> he actually had really good, really good commentary. This made me miss, like, because Kyle, like, Kyle and Amanda especially have been taking a backseat this winter house. <laughs> and I honestly, unpopular opinion, I've always loved Kyle. So I, <laughs> I was so excited to hear some of this. Kyle so much energy. history and chemistry on the ice, which was not wrong. Like it's you had Luke and Sierra and Austin, um, and the winner was Team Lightning Bolt. And Kyle goes huge upset. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, was good. Team Blue Balls third place. Team Lightning Bolt should have got first place. I will say that Jess and Corey, excellent technique, excellent uh, everything. But it went to Team 2-2. Craig and Paige did not in any way deserve that. Oh, I actually was confused up until we were at the house and Paige was like, oh, I have the power to like say anything. And I was like, wait, you guys won? I, I just knew Lightning Bolt won. And completely didn't even hear them say that she won because I knew Lightning Bolt did a way cleaner, clean, and well-rounded presentation. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I don't like those two, but it, I have it's eyes. It's just facts. I have fucking eyes. Thank you. It was, it was better. Tw 20 times better. I actually kind of think Paige and Craig should have got third place. Third place. Actually, I don't even think they should have ranked, to be honest. <laughs> so, collusion. <laughs> uh, Rachel and Jason they chat off to the side and um, she's just giving Jason a lot more content uh, Jason's like I didn't understand I didn't comprehend the extent of what the miscarriage did and this flashes to Craig asking like wait so did you want the child and Jason's like yeah I did I really did and I'm like I don't know if I buy this I just couldn't tell if this was sincere because a lot of Jason doesn't come off sincere to me. Yeah, it doesn't. Because he's like, yeah, you know, like Daddy Jason. And they're like, oh, man, I'm sorry. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I like this. I like this compassion and sympathy you guys are giving me. Yeah, I felt like he, I don't know, it just feels like this whole miscarriage thing is starting to get used for him to have like a little bit more of content or story. Line and I'm 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 not loving the direction of it because I don't feel like it's authentic. Sorry yeah. if it is, but I don't. Yeah, it doesn't come off as authentic, especially because the relationship was so short and everything. And they found out, like literally, she said she found out on a Monday and was having a miscarriage Tuesday. So it's not like he they were like right going to like ultrasound. Like he found out for like 24 hours that he was going to possibly be a father in a very early stage of <laughs> her a pregnancy. Great point. <laughs> And yeah, like I'm, and That's I'm not a great even, point. Like, stop. So she's like, "Hey, I'm pregnant," and the next day she had a miscarriage. Yes. And he's like, "Man, for the for like, let's say it was they didn't hours. go shopping at TJ Maxx for like little onesies. They didn't go to like the ultrasound thing and hear the baby's heartbeat. Like none of that shit happened. And again." I understand, like, the like you can latch onto that idea really quickly, but it was for 24 hours, folks. Jesus. For a relationship that lasted probably two weeks. I can't. All right. Good point. All right. Lindsay, back at the house now. Lindsay and Carl talk about their, their event for the night. It's going to be foxtails and mocktails. And this is when Lindsay tells us in her confessional about her 
a new relationship with drinking and how she stopped drinking before Thanksgiving to help Carl, who was struggling with his sobriety. Um, and I'm assuming that didn't mean he relapsed or anything. It's just that he was having a hard time staying sober going into the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason for, and but she says like, I stopped drinking for him and now it's for me. Yeah. She said, I like the way I looked and the way I felt. And it's true. Take take booze out of your diet for a little while. You're like, oh, my God, my face. Yeah. Uh, OK, so Carl, Carl's like, yeah. So he gives them like the hats, like the guys are going to wear the hats. And uh, he's like, it's a, it's apparently a thing where if a fox crosses your path, it's good luck. And Amanda goes, while you're wearing the hat. <laughs> <laughs> no, Amanda. <laughs> That's okay. I would. Act, I feel like that's something I would say. Like if I was like stoned listening to this, I would like that's like a dumb thing I would ask. Like, is that a part of the? Is that a that's part why of it's the, so funny because I think any of us could have easily said that. Like, so just not, making like, sure I'm, I get it. Like, I, if it, if Jess had said it, I would have been irate. It wouldn't have been. Um, but. Amanda, is like, that's he's a good ha- question. He's handing out the hat, so she's like, I just want to make sure I understand the significance of that. Now, the more you say it, I'm like, is it with the hat on? And, and Carl's like, no, no, I'm just like, that's just part of the, <laughs> there's no need for the hat. It was such an innocent question. While you're wearing the hat? No, that's not a part of it. <laughs> I love that. I did not laugh at that one in real time, but the retelling of it was very funny. Very funny. Uh, so and the, so the the girls are going to wear like little foxes, be like little foxes. Let me just tell you, fucking this one thing I really learned about Sierra in this winter house is that she loves a costume she loves to like she was really getting into this like do I look like a fucking fox she looked like a tiger she did look like a tiger and when Paige said that I was like well bitch learn you needed to look up fox makeup but she was really excited about it. Which yeah. like, she's like, I need this to look like a fox. I was like, like, well, you looked at the wrong tutorial. <laughs> oh, my God. She did. She did. She did. She did. She looked at the wrong tutorial. She did. Um, <laughs> Carl mentioned, there, someone asked, like, how much of the kitchen do you need to be cleaned or something? Uh, And Paige goes, you know, I can order people to do that. And Carl goes, nice. Let's flex that. And Amanda goes, can you order me to my room to shower? And Paige goes, I actually can. And then Craig (laughs) offers to help clean. And everyone's like, what? He's like, all right, all right, everyone. Just don't tell me what to do and I'll do it. It's like, it it is pretty amazing that you are going to actually help clean. And I don't understand why. Because Carl's there looking all good. Yes, it's definitely because of that. It's 100% because of that. I single-handedly think that Craig is the reason why there's this couple's rivalry. It's him. He's creating, like, he's in a competition that no one asked to be a part of. Yep. And he's like, one point for me. Let's also remember what happened at Kyle and Amanda's wedding to Craig. Craig was kicked out of the wedding. You know this, right? I forgot. 
So he was so wasted. So they had because they didn't want everyone, all the guests going inside to Amanda's parents' house to use their restroom because that would have been disgusting. They had porta potties outside. Mm-hmm. So Craig was all wasted and tried to go inside to use the restroom. And someone someone told him, like, no, you can't. And he started like cussing them out and was like wasted and shit and was asked to leave, basically. And so that's his ver that that was his experience of the wedding. And so then, like, then there's Lindsay and Carl announcing their thing and Lindsay being messy and, like, trying to hook up with Austin and Craig probably being like, oh, so she can do that, but, like, I can't. You know what I mean? She did that off property. Well, Because, like, Craig <laughs> Craig probably feels like, you know, I'm always the bad guy. Like, that's probably part oh, of it, victim too. victim Craig. You know? <laughs> Uh, all right, so they're getting ready. C- Carl is disgusted by the house. I don't blame him at all. I would be too. Walking in like fresh eyes, seeing that house. Carl and Lindsay cooking and prepping foods. Very, it felt very like, like s- sober. Is what it felt like. It I'm felt- sure that's what the fuck they do all the time. They have nothing else to do. Uh huh. Like- <laughs> Kyle goes into Austin's room. And Kyle, Kyle's like, everyone's like hanging out in their rooms and don't they don't want to go downstairs. Jesus, that's that's how tense this is. Yeah. And Austin's like, I'll go down. It's just like I have to have the conversation with Lindsay. It's not with Carl or anything. And his confessional, he's like, not only is Dick Gate a part of it, but he brings up Watch What Happens Live and how much of an asshole he was. And she was in the audience, and that was so mean. Like, he went with, she went with him to his Watch What Happens Live appearance. And, of course, they're going to play some shady-ass game, because that's what they do on Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. And your friend Lindsay's there. Just do her a favor. Do her a favor and just keep saying, or just say no comment. Or with every single question, be like, I'm not answering this. I'm not answering this. But don't, right in front of her, say, who's the better cuddler? Sierra. Who's the better kisser? Sierra. Like we don't need to do you don't need to do all of that. Like who's the better kisser? Sierra? Right in front of Lindsay? It was it was humiliating. It was rude. And hu- yeah, it was it was humiliating and she had to just sit there. The whole Ugh. taping. Like what's she gonna do? Fucking rude. Was. Uh okay, now dinner is ready and because Carl makes this pun later. He wants to squash the beef. So he made squash and beef dish, like squash and beef and then squ- squash and sweet sausage with mozzarella that. on top. It's, it sounded really good. It just starts to be like, this is the best dinner we've had. And Austin's like, don't say that so loud, you idiot. <laughs> uh, okay. But Amanda, Rachel, Sierra, and Paige are like still getting ready. And uh, Sierra points out how like sweet Jason is and diplomatic and Rachel kind of feels bad. And Sierra's like, well, he needs to learn to speak up. Um, I'm sure because she she wants more people attacking Lindsay, the better. The more people come, please, God, speak up. But Rachel also is like, he's not he can wait. Yeah. Um, But then Rachel asks, how long have Lindsay and Carl been dating? Now, Amanda, I could I feel like Amanda was like, let me stay calm. Let me remain calm here because she's like, um, I talked to Lindsay and she said October 7th and like everyone like reacts, but like they're trying, they know they're on camera. So they're like, be cool, be cool, be cool, be cool. Everyone be cool. And like, this isn't a big fucking reveal. Paige especially should know that. She was in a relationship with Craig, kind of. 
And then yeah. they finally, you know, like, stop. Yeah. But I will get to, we're almost done and I will get to my findings. <laughs> the, uh, the infuriating finding. Yes. Uh, Sierra, this is Sierra's like, do I look like a fox? And Paige is like, you look like a tiger. She's like, bitch, I'm supposed to look like a fox. I'm like, but you don't. She doesn't. She, she doesn't. did not. You look like a tiger. All right. So they're at the dinner. And Carl's like, this is the favorite meal Lindsay makes for me, which was adorable, of course. But they're like, we hate you. We hate everything you do. So nothing you say matters. Right. We hate everything. Um, Carl, I mean, Luke was like, I just want to point out that you guys have never looked better. Now, he's obviously trying to point out that that's because of their lifestyle change. that They don't drink. Like, he's trying to give them props, clearly. Yeah. But Corey has to make fun of him. And Paige is like, oh, you're trying to have a threesome? Like, God, you guys. But then I also was like, I would watch the shit out of that. So you Ah! guys could totally have a threesome. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, let's do that. But Kyle, he's like, look, hold on. I really would like to figure out this rooms thing so that you don't end up at a hotel tonight. You know, you were the best man at my wedding. And Amanda's like, well, no, he officiated our wedding. And Carl's like, yeah, dude, I officiated your wedding. And Amanda's like, officiated is a higher title than co-best man. I was like, he was a co-best man? I didn't even know he was a co- What's a co-best man? I've seen a co-best man. I, I didn't know. When you can't pick one of your really good friends and you just say you're both my best man. Okay, fair. Uh, but he was also the officiant. And, so, yeah. and Carl's like, yes, Reverend Radke. And Paige, just to be a little fucking bitch, goes to Corey and Jess. He can do it right now for you if you wanted. And I was I like, I loved it. I loved it, though. So f- but Corey's all, no, no. And Jess's like, Corey, don't be so rude. It's like, mm-hmm. Jess, you're psycho if you expected him to be like, sure, you're psycho. He, I can already feel him being like, I need to like start backing up from this. Yeah. Well, he's like, this, then Corey in his confessional, in my previous relationships, women, my girlfriends have fallen for me faster than have fallen for them. <sighs> That's because you know how to manipulate their minds, you psycho. Right? It's like, this is like a weird fairy tale land scenario. And obviously it's true. Like you, like you wouldn't be living with someone you're also hooking up with, but that was your own fault. True. Uh, back to figuring out the rooms. Luke's like, okay, like I would share my room, but obviously I can't give up my room because I have two beds. Like Sierra is a complete bitch about it, but I'm sure she asked, was asked in the confessional, like, why aren't you giving up your room? She's like, we're not even on speaking terms. I mean, if it was just Carl, maybe, but like, let's not even be fake. Uh, but then Austin finally is like, look, I'll, I'll give up my room. It's a preemptive olive branch, he says, because he has to apologize to Lindsay. Fucking Jess. Jess asks, she's like, how did you guys meet? I can't stand when she does this. As I'm like, so blah, blah, blah. We already know the story. But uh, then they say we didn't cross the line again until the first week of October. And obviously everyone's like, ooh, ooh. Uh, and then once again, Amanda goes, Kyle and I got married September 25th. And then Craig, and this kind of goes back to what you said earlier. Craig says the date might have got moved because that night she did not sleep with Carl, but instead spent the night with Austin. 
And Sierra said if she was single and her and her and Kyle Carl were not a thing, why would she tell Austin to not tell anybody about this? I get that they think that's a big smoking gun. Um, but this is why I don't think really anything happened. This is why I think that it's kind of like it nothing really that big a deal went down. It's like, just yeah. don't tell anybody this fucking happened. Yeah, I, I was. I, yeah, I I feel I feel the vibe that you're saying. Like it was like an off. Like, listen, like I, we were. I was drunk. You were drunk. Like I don't really. I don't mm. want to explain this. Like yeah, like this is like it doesn't look good. Can we just pretend like this didn't happen? Like optics aren't great. We've all yeah. we just had this crazy summer. I don't want this to be the thing. Then like let's just let's not talk about it again. I and really like, think that's what it was. And like Austin could have also done all of this via text message or phone call to Lindsay. He's doing this all on camera. Yeah. So this is okay. So Lindsay asks uh, at the end, she's very, and she's like, Austin, you do live over there? You're like zoned out. And then that's the end of the episode. So the only thing that I want to touch on that's going to happen next week is Luke is going to ask Lindsay what happened with Austin and she's going to say, we just ordered McDonald's and passed out. Didn't even hug him when she got in the room. That's going to be her story. Mm -hmm. And Paige is going to say, the day Craig asked me to be exclusive, at the same night he was grabbing some girl's vagina, I would break up with them. You know, like this, like... That's not Paige. I wish you hadn't said that either. Because also, if you watch the if you watch the clip, we covered it when we covered Summer House. Yeah. We talked about how Carl like kind of rejected Lindsay in that scene at the wedding. And we were like, dude, if that happened to us, we would be like, cut. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Yeah. Because it was like funny. And Lindsay even commented on that. I Because that was the promo that I used for that week's episode. Yeah. She commented on that and was like, I know when I watched it again, I was like, babe, you rejected me. Like, <laughs> it wasn't like they said we were exclusive now. It was like, yeah. yeah, let's explore it. So they did not say now we're dating. Yeah. Um. So... Okay, so here are the findings. Okay, so this, okay, so here's now Winter House. Obviously, come next week, we're going to see the big conversation between Austin and Lindsay on camera where they're going to discuss, you know, what happened. Okay. Winter House wraps. Yeah, I think it wrapped in like, so because it wrapped in January because they filmed in January. Mm hmm. Okay. 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 Summer House filmed their reunion <clears throat> in April. So obviously things, oops, obviously things change once you start watching the show. Like yeah. you get like re-pissed off. But when I started watching this reunion with fresh eyes, knowing like what happened in Winter House and like seeing the dynamics and it re-pissed me off. Okay. Because now Lindsay's been sober and like clean longer carl and Lindsay have been together longer but Paige was so mean at this reunion and mean to Lindsay. but here's why so not only did austin tell them about the hookup that didn't happen at the wedding but I think this is where he told them about because remember this was a big thing for Paige told them about Lindsay knowing 
about Kristen and Craig hooking up for like a month or a while before telling Paige on camera. Remember, she's mad about that. Yeah. And Paige is like, you do that. You do those things and then you pretend it's like being a good friend. But like when you held on to that all summer with Kyle and Amanda and then told him on camera and it was this whole thing. And so I think Paige, so they filmed, they, I don't know what's going to happen. We don't know obviously what's going to happen next week. But so Paige watches Summer House and obviously gets, you know, it's a whole big thing having to deal with the audience feedback of the way Craig handled himself on Summer House with the whole Kristen thing, calling Lindsay a loser. It's like you have to weather a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And so she comes into the reunion pissed because it's like now you're in this happy relationship and you held on to you could have texted me. You could have told me about this off camera, but you gave me you had this huge moment. And now I had to deal with it on camera. And now like you're basically the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And there and remember they even say she's like, but I didn't, though. I literally had just found out about it that day. Lindsay also slid into my DMs telling me that. Lindsay's like, I didn't. I literally didn't know. She's like, I wanted to know because I thought it was Austin. And I wanted to know if it was Austin doing it. And he's like, no, it's, it is Craig. At one point, Amanda's like, well, then Austin's a liar because he told all of us that you knew prior. And then you like waited for a moment on camera. But here's my thing. Austin waited for a fucking moment on camera to talk about that dick the hand on the dick thing yeah so i'm confused as to how what he did is somehow okay but what Lindsay did is not because as i said Lindsay, it's the whatever Lindsay does is wrong and if someone else does it it's they accept it and it's like oh it's just austin being austin like but it's never Lindsay just being Lindsay. It's all like- of them, by the way, cons- like all of them had a whole scene with multiple confessionals about this thing. Yeah. Lindsay doesn't even know. But yeah. she's bad for telling Paige. What happened? So that pisses me off. Also, remember how much Amanda was like, like taking on the fight for Sierra and like fighting for Sierra with Lindsay. Yeah. Like it was really annoying. Like she was like telling, like instructing Lindsay how to apologize to Sierra. Yeah. That's because of the whole thing with Austin wanting to invite Olivia and her saying it's okay. I swear that contributed. Oh, you're right. Cause like, Summer House had already happened, Winter House happened, and then, you know, it airs. And then so she, I swear it, like, contributed to the the trio being, like, extra tight. Yeah, I agree with that. Right? I agree with that. Because so I remember, are- I remember when we were recapping the reunion, I was like, why does Amanda seem like she's coming at Lindsay all of a sudden? I felt like it was, like, weird. Like, she had some type of agenda. That does make sense. Yeah. So that contributed to that. This is also when Paige isn't even looking at Lindsay. Won't even turn to look and is pissing off Andy. Andy repeatedly says, like, you won't even turn to look at her. No, I won't. 
I won't. There's a divide. There's such a divide in this group. And this is, Lindsay had said multiple times on social media that she was confused because a bunch of people were posting like, what happened on Winter House? Something must have happened between them on Winter House. And Lindsay's coming out going, nothing did. Nothing happened. Like we didn't, like the two of us did not have an actual like feud together. So is it just that she got bad feedback from Summer House? I think it's that. I think that she was like, we all went hard on Paige and Sierra, and I don't think they expected that. And I don't think she was used to getting heat. And as you saw, she stormed off when Jess, you know, confronts her about being a alleged mean girl, and that triggers her to no end. So I think that seeing all that feedback and, and essentially everyone saying she's they are mean girls, she's completely, instead of taking ownership of some of the things she may have done in Summer House, she's just like, see, it's freaking um, uh, Lindsay. She is man- She's manipulative, and it's her fault. She's making us all look bad with her antics, her like pretending to be in a relationship with Carl but really trying to hook up with Austin. I'm like, she's just like weaving this story in her head that pretty much Austin and Craig have just like planted because they're like, you can't also, like I don't know why we are all taking what Austin and Craig say as Bible, like they don't lie. Yeah. It's weird. Because they always get heat every, any season they do of Southern Charm, they they do something that gets them in trouble. Yeah. Because they're not known for being honest. You know. So it's just weird that we're all like, well, Austin said it, so it must be true. Without even considering that maybe it's not and getting Lindsay's version of it. And we're just going with that. That's Bible. So they give her so much hell for doing what they absolutely did to her. Yeah. On Winterhouse. She was being gaslit that whole reunion. It was it was infuriating watching it. I was like, okay, wait a minute. So you guys are Paige is furious because you do you do that. You bring things up, wait to bring things up, but you can't say it on camera. But like you wait to bring things up on camera. What she keeps saying is when you have a moment, but that's yeah. what it means. But that's what Austin did and what you let him do. Mm-hmm. And then you had the nerve. To have been on Winter House saying that if you were in a relationship with somebody and the day they said, let's be exclusive, you went and did X, Y, and Z. Well, they didn't say that. If you watch the damn footage, he they didn't say they were exclusive. And I feel like they've just multiple times throughout their first day there have said they did not, they do not consider themselves official until October 7th. I don't know how many times they have to say that. That date is in my head. I will never forget their da- that date now. October Ever. 7th is when they became official. So according to your standards, she did nothing wrong, right? Because it would have happened on September 24th. What you're talking about? Okay, well, maybe 25th if you want to go into the wee hours of the morning. No, the, the wedding was 25th, so maybe oh, 26th. 26th. Right, 26th. Fine. Sure. Still not October 7th. It's not even I would even be like giving you that if it was October 6th that this Austin hookup because that's that that's that would seem a lot more messier, even Mm -hmm. though technically it would still should still be considered single. October 7th is where they both agree that's the date. So what else do you guys need to know? 
(laughs) And mind you, Paige is so fake for having done that scene where at the end of that prom, they like Lindsay and her being all cute and stuff at the end of the summer house season where they're like, they seem like friends. And there are a bunch of scenes throughout that whole season where they seem like friends. It's just clear that I think Paige could be friends with Lindsay in a different world, but she has had she has created these alliances with Hannah, with Sierra, and Amanda's just a flip flopper, so I'm not even really considering her. So it's just never going to happen. Um, and Sierra, like Sierra's a grudge holder, as we've seen, mm-hmm. she's she's a very big grudge holder. There's in no world where Paige is going to probably be able to be friends with Lindsay. No. And continue a friendship with Sierra. She is a, Sierra's a grudge holder. Totally. Um, the other very confusing part of the reunion and kind of infuriating part is how much, how Kyle is so against Lindsay and Carl. I don't, like, I couldn't put that together because I don't know what, what they had done to Kyle is it just that Amanda wants Kyle to be a part of it and Kyle's doing like the happy wife happy life sort of deal it might be that because it like I don't at that point at at, at that point in time Lindsay had been there for Kyle supporting Kyle he never sided with the other side you know against him yeah with Carl but at that reunion, he was like, he even tells Carl at one point, don't, you know, don't, don't back up Lindsay here. Like, take your boyfriend hat off and you got to admit Lindsay screwed up. And like, let them basically beat up on Lindsay. This I feel when- like, go ahead. I feel, I feel like, and I think I said this during our recap on Summer House, uh, the reunion. I think this was the first time Kyle did not get fucking destroyed by Andy at the reunion and was just so happy to have a scapegoat. To be to be honest, which was Lindsay, he yeah. he's he's had really every and he said it to Andy. He's like, I always get beat up here, and I just think that he was trying to appease his wife. He was happy to not have the heat on him, and he he just was being a terrible friend. Plain and he simple, he really was. But so. Okay, because like after watching the way they treated her on Winter House, clearly it was just revenge from the Austin thing on Summer House, Mm -hmm. the way they treated her on Winter House, clearly. Yeah. Um, But then to watch the reunion afterwards, I'm like, okay, guys, knowing what we know now, I, I was so furious. I was so furious. Like you guys set her up too. You guys set her up to look bad on camera also. And the thing is, again, I don't think they expected the new Lindsay to come in where she is not as activated. Like if she was drinking and all this stuff was coming out, like when she was in Winter House or even on the reunion, it would she, she would have played into what they wanted. The the crazy, the mean Lindsay. She's not, she's she's able to compose herself more because she's not drinking and think about things a little bit 
more clearly before she speaks. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was make, and that's why I feel like they all came up even more like bad because it was like the th- the things that they thought that they were going to get out of Lindsay was not happening. And yeah. I feel like that that was shown on Winter House, like, and it was shown on the reunion. They need a. They are. They keep thinking they're fighting with a different person, and that's not the person that they're currently fighting with. They're not. They're, they're totally. They're fighting with sober Lindsay. Yeah, and her whole essence is different. It's different. Yeah. So, um, I take back what I said. Paige should keep me blocked because. I'm not going to be saying nice stuff about her anymore. I mean, to be honest, is I still have enjoyed her on Winter House. This is the most I've enjoyed Paige in a really, mm-hmm. really long time. She's mm-hmm. woken up. She's out of bed. Welcome to the party, pal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I when I like, put together that the reunion was after Winter House, I was like, oh, yeah, never mind. I just really want to like, let's get to the next episode. I hope there's probably going to be there's probably going to be what one more episode after that because I'm sure. Sh- I don't think I don't know because I keep waiting for them to say next time on the season finale of Winter House. But they, yeah. had, they didn't say that for next week. Yeah. So I th- I don't think next week's going to be the season finale. I because think there's going to be maybe two more. You think. Oh, please. I hope I thought I was just one more because I'm I'm really ready for this to wrap up. I'm no, ready. I mean, like, I mean, like next week and then one more after that. Oh, OK. That's what I'm thinking, too, because. Because Lindsay and Carl are really not a part of the house, just like the Toms, I don't think that they would have their season finale end with them still at the yeah. house. I think we'll see them depart. They'll, as the original house, have yeah. their moment, have yeah, their yeah, own yeah. episode, and we'll end it. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for, too. I want them to wrap this up. Because I just want to get to Summer House. Like, me honestly, too. <laughs> I feel like almost like Winter House, for me, has felt like that one, um, what was it, the Harry Potter which Harry Potter was it like six or seven where it's just all like exposition, like shit we like just need to know. So when we get to like the the big finale, we have all the information. That's how I feel Winter House is. It's just like all exposition. And we needed this. We needed to know a little bit about the whole like Lindsay Austin thing. But really, I need to get to the nitty gritty. Okay? Mm-hmm. I need- and that's Summer House. And I, I need to see how Craig is going to be when he goes and visits at Summer House. I need to like see how this evolves because... So that will be they've they've finished the reunion and that will be a few months later because I need to see what happens with Danielle. Because now Lindsay's going to be it's going to Lindsay's going to have no one. I'm curious because obviously Danielle was not on Winter House and she's obviously now become very close to the other ladies. All of them. Right. But the thing is. I'm curious if now, if she's watched Winter House and especially this past episode, if that has maybe changed Good question. any perspective on what may have transpired in Summer House. Great question. Because all she has to go off of is what they've been saying. They also have been saying prior to Winter House airing that this was going to be a redemption season for Hannah <sighs> with the whole Luke thing. I didn't see that at all. Oh, was it for the Luke thing? That's what they've been saying? Oh, I thought that was what it, that was. That's why they said this is going to redeem Hannah because the whole thing was like with like the like Luke timeline and her being so upset. I don't know. I'm assuming that they were. Ta- I I think I think it's more just like um, that like Hannah wasn't wasn't as bad. I think they're thinking it's going to like expose um, other people. Like who though? Winter House is almost done. 
no, no, no. Some they think no, not some winter oh, house. Summer oh, house. They think summer house is a redemption for yeah. Hannah. Yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah, they were yeah, saying yeah. winter house was no summer house. Oh, because I thought they were saying that because like they were they were doing that whole like Luke doesn't know how to he he goes for people and that don't want. Oh him. no no no! This oh, season oh, 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 oh. of summer house will uh make make us see Hannah better or something. Okay. And I'm like the I don't care about that though because I'm sick of people telling me that Hannah wasn't who I saw. I have eyes. Yeah. Okay. I saw Hannah myself. Unless they like added in what she said, I saw her say things. Two things. I'm sure. Like I'm sure some stuff ended up on the cutting room floor, but like the way Hannah responded to things was fucking awful. Yeah. She was horrible. I'm not going to be gaslit into believing that what my eyes saw did not happen. Okay. One more thing about Danielle. I was just thinking, I'm trying to like gather my thoughts here. Do you think, cause I know I just, I rewatched the interview from Bravo con for, yeah, from Bravo mm. con for both Danielle and Lindsay when the interviewer asked about their rift. Is that, and was this the panel? No, it was in, it was like all red carpet. Okay. Interview, um, at Bravo con. And, well, uh, so so Lindsay said it was just like a lot of betrayal, a lot of like you just would wouldn't expect your best friend not to support you. And I know that Danielle was having a hard time with supporting the relationship. It seems like or how fast it was moving. Um, but I wonder. Do we if, know that, or is that just rumors that we've heard? About how fa- I think the, that was the, the how fast it was going is the rumors that we've heard. But I know that Lindsay alluded that she was not. She, was, she said it a few times in the interview that she was not supportive and she doesn't understand. Like she was like, I don't. There's only a few. She kept on saying there's only a few reasons why you can't be supportive of a, your like a, your best friend's relationship. And she oh. has to just, and she has to dig di- dig deep down and discover what that is and why that is. Why oh. you can't be supportive. Oh. And I'm wondering, though, if she's feeling like that because they keep, they like maybe told her the girls had been like telling her like, oh, she was hooking up with Austin and she like believed that narrative. Hmm. Is that possible? Do you think that? I don't know. I, I feel- would imagine she would just have gone straight to Lindsay. True. And asked that I just, I just like I just need to I just need to get to summer house because I just ha- what I could have transpired for I this? think the Danielle Lindsay thing is more of a friend thing okay I think it's I'm hoping it's more than like a simple like this is just about a relationship thing I hope it's more like a friend level thing okay. I do because because they all of them have all of the girls whenever they've been asked have it, when it's like do you think they can recover from this have all been like no so if it's something about a relationship i would imagine that's like not big enough so i'm going to assume this is about like a core relationship thing like a and friendship and it's so interesting that they all said that they don't see them recovering which i feel like it's them continuing it that- to yeah it's i feel like it's them there was a a rift, and I feel like the rift. Obviously, I'm all speculation. I've not seen the season. What could have possibly been um, mended m- mended by now if it wasn't for these ladies who really have this agenda to like take Lindsay down? And I 
feel like they took an opportunity to like they we've seen it before they love to isolate people and like get them to like hate people like they hannah did it with sierra um and i feel like that's what they did to danielle because it's just so weird yeah. i don't know it's just it's just so weird but they're saying and they're saying that they keep on they keep on saying they can't recover they can't recover i feel like they're saying it over and over so danielle knows like you can't recover from this because in the same interview that i'm talking about mm-hmm. they asked danielle and they separately and then they talked to uh Lindsay separately both of the ladies said they do think that it could happen that they could be friends again they both said that Hmm, so for the other ladies to to say no no yeah makes me feel like it's them that's keeping Mm -hmm. keeping this like feud going you know what I mean would not be surprised and even Maya she was with Danielle in that interview on the red carpet and they they asked Maya. She was like, "Do you were you guys were they, all the girls rallied around you, Danielle and Maya?" Was like, "Yeah, we definitely were there when she needed the support, and we definitely were made made sure of that." It all feels like they kind of took an opportunity and ran mm. with it. I don't know. That's how I'm feeling. I bet you. I just feel like I'm gonna watch it, and it's gonna be what I think it is. I think it's gonna be a simple thing in their friendship thing. That happened that could have been resolved and these girls saw an opportunity and they exasperated the situation. I bet you anything. I really hope that it's something kind of like like a friendship like dynamic that's kind of complicated that's fun to dissect because that would be fun to like cover. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I mean I remember like when we were first finding out the rift I was like we were trying to figure out what it could be and I was like maybe it's because Lindsay's not drinking right now so she's not available to party as much she's changing oh, her lifestyle remember I was like saying that I was like that could be it so it's just like it's just so different it's because like obviously Danielle has a boyfriend so it's like why would she be jealous of right? that like they're in a loving relationship so you know what I mean it's not like she's single um, yeah but the thing is her I'm wondering if and it gets my point when I said earlier in the episode I was like do you think that Lindsay and Carl being in the summer house, which is about partying and alcohol, is sustainable? Mm. Because like that Danielle and her, that like that was like they were the like they would go out. They would like remember they would always be like going out like late night coming that was, home at, and yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's not gonna be doing that totally. And so who is Dan- Dan- Danielle that she's not changed her lifestyle? It's like. She just naturally is probably starting to have to hang out with the other ladies. And then those other ladies don't like Lindsay. And then it becomes like a tension thing. Oh, fuck. That's I what I feel like that. happened. I, I, I don't know. Fuck. I hope it's not that. I hope it's not that because it's going to be but, infuriating to watch. I know. But to me, that is still good because then I do think that there is a way for them to come back from that because if it's just like them having to like adjust to their new lifestyles we can we can come back from that i don't want it to be something that you can use something that's been said that they can't come back from like and more if it's just like a vibe like yeah you know well if it's something a little bit more like complex then it'll be it'll be like a little bit I don't know. I think it'll be a little bit more mature to to mend. But the thing that worries me about it being some petty bullshit mm-hmm. is the audience can start stirring up crap. Yeah. 
And I don't like I don't want that shit because then the audience gets involved and they start sent they start posting stuff and commenting shit and like I don't want I don't want uh Well I'm hoping it's the I'm hoping that it if it does ha- audience does get involved, it's like gonna be like encouraging. Encouraging and it's gonna be like Lindsay and Danielle do you not see that these mean girls are yes. playing playing you? That and that's it, it, what I and, hope and, too. And, and it opened up their eyes, like, hey, yeah, we might have had some like little tension, but wait a minute, have they been the ones pulling the strings the whole time and putting us against each other? That's what I want the audience to point out. If if I if my theory is correct, you know what? Also, just a good point here. Paige is such a confessional thug. And so when they finally see, when Danielle finally sees her confessionals, it might be like, oh, wait, hold on. Because Paige likes to get in those confessionals and say some shit. Yeah. Hmm. And again, we're we're we're, we're in that bubble. You have all these people saying, yeah, no, Lindsay, the bad friend. Like, like, it could be that. I just want it to be that because then I really like, I, I really like Lindsay and Danielle's friendship. And I, and again, in, in this scenario, I feel like then both are victims of their situation and it's mm-hmm. not one person would, did something bad to the other. It's just a mutual misunderstanding and that I like. So there's no one that's really like, even if they, the other feels that way, maybe we can like, no guys, it was them. <laughs> like the whole time. And then it ends up being their takedown. Yes. That's, yes! What, I'm, that's, that's what I'm hoping for. So like what ends up happening is but come the reunion, Lindsay and Danielle are back together because yes. they see the three witches for what they are. I'm yeah, I'm just hoping it's like one of those things where like, you know, Beverly Beverly Hills girls, they always like, oh yeah, you're gonna see it. You're yes, they see totally it. they are like, oh, this is it. You're gonna see. You here we go. Like how Britta and Erica thought yeah. it was gonna go. And, and then right, actually and we all are like, is everyone watching the same motherfucking program I am? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. That's what I'm I like I, that. And I so yeah, so in my scenario, the audience is going to be a helpful guide okay. in a okay. very toxic house love it i love let's go with that all right final answer boom final (laughs) prediction all right on that note we're gonna wrap this shit up and on a high note like in like like in vegas we're out bye guys (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening if you want to support me please go to buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo and buy me a coffee or two or five also please subscribe to my youtube channel she speaks bravo with emily hanks and if you haven't already please rate review and subscribe to the pod thank you guys i'll see you on instagram or tiktok at she speaks bravo bye seeking the truth never gets old introducing june's journey the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery join june parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.